Welcome to the Upstate Carolina Atlantic Students Group, those of you that are new, and even those of you that are old. So, good to have you everybody here tonight. Got a nice big crowd. Um, Alright, so I'm starting out with uh, Bash <coughs> Shell Scripting for Newbies. I'm going to continue from where I left off. As everyone remembers where we are. Um, I've got some handouts too. Since this is a newbie session, if anyone doesn't understand anything, yes, sir. Okay, well, I have certain things that I can't help. But, uh, if anyone has any questions about anything, feel free to, uh, you know, to say something. What's a newbie? A newbie is a, it's, I don't know, I assume it's Star Wars. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a newbie in, uh, right? What is it? Anyway. All right, so somewhere in here, um, I don't know if uh, those of you that weren't here and uh, those of you that were, last time I was, uh, our, uh, this little program that I had written in, in Shell uh, to uh, do a newsprint like um, output. So you have a, uh, a file and it, you know, it prints it out, but I said, well, hey, let's have it in two columns. And uh, kind of useless, but uh, nevertheless, I'll, I'll throw it together. Um, so. Just to show everybody what this does again, I'll type newsprint and handle it 3.1. And it asks me what is the number of columns on the screen. It's not, but I'll say 80. Number of lines on the screen, we'll say that it's 30. And there we go. So the uh, let me actually let me show you uh, let me show you camera by itself. So you see how it's, um, it's just, you know, to be or not to be, that is the question, blah, 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 blah. And it goes out to about this far. Right? It's, you know, the, the copy that I've got is, is a burst, the way it would be in Shakespeare's um, uh, play. But uh, whenever I run that, I give it as an argument to uh, this little program that I wrote, um, and ask me the number of columns, which is 80, the number of lines, 30. And now it's in sort of a newsprint sort of thing. It uh, shortened it up over on this side. Put it um, so you read down here to the undiscovered country from who's, and then you start back up in the next column, right? Yeah, it's fascinating, I know. But, uh, all right, so how did I do that? And uh, we were at, um, we were looking at the file. We had gotten somewhere to around, Right about here, debug. If you remember up at the top, I had set debug to true. And uh, I set the dollar sign debug, ampersand, uh, ampersand, echo, colon, equals width. Um, debug is set to true. True is a program that returns zero, zero errors. So um, with the double ampersand, which is a logical and, this thing will test if this is true. And if it is true, then it will execute the second part. To see history um, In our case, this debug is set to true. True returns true. So we'll echo the comments. So what this is doing is it's putting some debug output to the screen for us to show 
give me some output. Uh, some debug output. Now, if I set uh, debug up at the top to false, the false program returns one as its return value, which is correctly, which is the correct value to be incorrect. That doesn't make sense. One as a return value means error. So it correctly returns an error, right? False should be false, right? So, okay. so if this were to execute and I've set uh, fault, uh, true debug to be false at the top, this would execute short circuit, ampersand, ampersand, uh, so we need bottom with the rest of it, okay? That's the way the double ampersand works. All right, now here we've got the, uh, the format command, FMT. I said the link that I had asked me earlier, or um, that I typed in, which was 80 in this particular case. Um, the file name that I put in earlier, and it uh, redirects that to a file called the same file name, .cmp. So if you look here, we've got, uh, we've got, uh, no we don't, okay, and there's reason for that. We've got, so what it'll do is it will create a file called um, hamlet.temp, right? I'm building it later on. Okay. Any questions so far? By following? It's hard to follow when you weren't here for the top half. But anyway, um, so here's some different ways I did calculated the, or uh, tried to find out what the number of lines of that original file is. Uh, the last one I decided upon was word count with the dash L for lines, WC word count, dash L for lines, and redirect the file up temp into word count because you return the number of lines in uh, hamlet.tent. The uh, format has changed it to be from this wide to 80 columns. So it just kind of chopped it, wrapped, didn't wrap it because that would chop off a word. It wraps it nicely to word boundaries and pulls up the, 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 the later line, okay? So that it looks nicer. Uh, word count. Now I've got a uh, variable called lines file that has the word count eight. Or uh, whatever the new number of lines is in Amazon.txt. Guys, follow so far. Too fast, too slow. Okay. Kind of debug the file. Hamlet.temp uh, has the number of lines. Lines, and we'll say fs uh, splitting into temp number number. Our pound sign, pound sign, just to indicate that at this point in the program, I'm going to be split. So if, if whenever I'm uh, trying to figure out what's wrong with my program, uh, you know, say splitting the temp. Okay, so from this point forward, I'm going to split the operation. So split is new. Whereas before, you could uh, you know, use head to give it a number of lines that you put in, like I've typed in 30 lines, um, and set that to a temp, redirect that to a temp 00 file, like that. And then uh, consequently, you do the next number of lines, so two times lines, which would be third, uh, 60. So from the, the 60 lines and, okay, so this. <laughs> All right, so 10, zero, zero gets the first 30 lines, right? Then, then we do it for the, the, the first 60 lines, pipe that into tail of 30, so it does the second 30 lines. Everybody follow me there? So uh, head will do 60, 
We need a tail, 60, or 30, right? So that's the next 30 lines. If I follow on that, okay. And then we redirect it and attempt one. Okay, zero one. That's one way of doing it. Alternatively, we can use this program called split. And what split does is it splits the file into same length uh, of other files. Um, I did um, the dash D, which I think stood for decimal or something like that. Um, and what, okay, so split dash DL. L requires a, a lines parameter. So I'm telling it uh, 30 lines, or, or lines line, L lines. Um, the file name that you're going to split, and what you want the file name to start with, the prefix. So in this case, what split's going to do is it will split hamlet3.1.tim into 30 line files starting with temp and do decimals after that. In other words, we get a file called temp00, which is the first 30 lines, temp01 with the second 30 lines, temp02, 03, 04, 05, right? If you don't give it the D option, the default is to do AA, AB, AC, AD, AE, F, AF, blah, blah, blah. That's, I, I don't like that, but yeah, whatever. So, then we got the, uh, the debug output of pacing together. We used the pace program, which I had talked about two months ago, three months ago perhaps. Paste, as you remember, takes the first line of the first argument file. Uh, the first line of the second argument file, the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, whatever, and any standard in that you type, type into it, and puts all of those first lines onto one line. It takes the second line of each one of them, puts it on the second line. So you've got this huge long file or output, standard out, that has the, the combination of all these files. Okay, does that make sense? So basically what this is doing with the combination of formatting the file, shrinking it down to where it looks nice, then we split it into equal length files, then we paste those files together. It takes this one and puts it up here, and there you go. That's, that's the newsprint-like output. Uh, just going to remove the files for, for good measure. And there you go. That's the little newsprint program. Yeah, okay. That's great. Wonderful. Any questions on what I've done? Besides the question, why? <laughs> no? Okay. All right, so I was trying to think of uh, what else we haven't covered. Um, one thing that I use almost on a constantly daily basis is the for, the for loop. And I use this mostly from the command line, but you can also put it in shell scripts. So I wrote... Um, Actually, I just typed out some, some, uh, or I, I took the, uh, the uh, I took my command, my history, and grabbed it for four and typed it into a file and split up that file into different ones. So I'm going to show you, and these are what's on the out the uh, handouts that uh, we've got today. Four font. So here's a little uh, four. Now the, the format of four, or how you do a four loop. In, in the shell, you do for some variable in, and then 
a list of stuff. The word do, and you do your whatever you want to loop through, and then done. Your block is between the do and the done, uh, and the four is what um, an income is through. So uh, in, in, on the street, uh, on the blackboard, whiteboard, this is a whiteboard, Chase. Uh, I've got a variable that I'm creating called V, and uh, I've got a list here of some sort. It's going to put uh, the first item into V, and then use V in here somewhere. It's going to go back. It's going to go to the second item. Set that into V, blah, 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 the third item, fourth, until it runs out. Um, so, what I had done one week before any of y'all had gotten here was I was trying to figure out what would look the nicest on, my, uh, on the projector here to, to do this class. And so I wrote this little thing um, at the command line for I in, and I always use I because I is my um, incrementer. Um, in incrementer? Is that the right word? Okay, so for I in, and then I've got this path. The star. Um, so the list of, of items that I'm going to have is everything that's in this folder. Um, you know, the, the star indicates it's, it's a glob. It means uh, all files in this record. Uh, then I do a do. And then I do an echo, just so that I can have um, know what the, what's going on. Uh, just space it out. Then do uh, the set font command to whatever that gives me, and then sleep for one second. The first in this program, which I haven't, uh, so uh, we'll all see if this works right. Uh, yeah, cat doesn't do it. Okay. So you see, it's it's going through the. Now you notice how the fonts are changing. Set font on the console changes the fonts to what's in this record. So I just did this the other day just to see what would be best to look for everyone to look at. You know, I think I settled upon one and I just abandoned it later on. And uh, I want to make sure I set it to one that we can read later on. Faster, obviously CMP is faster. 
So um, I did three three loops right here for I and one, two, three. Finish for that one, two, three. Uh, so I was going to get one, and then it's going to get two, and then it's going to get three. I don't do anything with the I in here, you see, but I know how many loops there is. Uh, I do the time command, which will show on the screen the user system and other time. can't remember what that other time is. And um, then I do a loop right here. And what I'm doing is I'm timing the four of a thousand seek. Okay, so here's a new program called Seek, SEQ, which does a sequence. It'll print to the screen, or, well, it'll print a sequence of numbers. In this case, uh, if you give it just one argument, it's going to be one to that number. Um, you can also give a sequence a starting number and a uh, increment number. So if I wanted to do all the odd numbers, all the uh, divisible by threes of between 50 and 2,000 or something like that, uh, the sequence will do that. You don't have to look at the man page to see it specifically. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a dollar sign print of seek 1,000. Set, set 1,000. And it's going to, you know, it's, it's a list of from 0 to 1,000. Puts it in J. And then I'm going to do a dollar sign at. Now what the dollar sign at does is it gives all the arguments to the program that you gave it. So argument 1, argument 2, argument 3, argument 4, blah, 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 blah of whatever you give to this program, right? So if I do a uh, four performance test of uh, echo, echo, hello, now let's not Yeah. Okay, so we do that. Yeah, so that was kind of done. I don't want to echo the screen. Let's give it, uh, what's another command? Uh, to, uh, test our you know, true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it is. <laughs> All right, so after the test true. <laughs> He's my arch, I'm not listening to him. Okay. You only saw Okay, so this is going to be the built-in test. Uh, true, I was going to return true. Um, so I, I did uh, three times because you know it's going to be different. So you want to have like a good sample. Um, so we see here the real user and system, real user and system. Okay, so this, and that's how fast this one runs. So let me do the same thing with a slash then slash test. Is it faster or slower? I'm not sure. Whoa, that's not right. Slower. Slower than fire fast. For some reason, it is very user friendly. Tough. It needs work. We can tweak the seat flag, so. Oh, no, look at that. Two seconds apiece. Versus the built in, which is not even a tenth of a second. So, obviously, the built in test is faster than the program test, but we all can figure that out, right? Okay, so that's the performance test. Anybody have any questions? Do we have anyone who is new to shell programming? <coughs> okay. Are you following along? You understand everything I've said so far? Well, I'm not familiar with every single utility you can use in the format. Okay. 
But it looked real pretty. <laughs> it works. Hey, wow. Okay. Everything works. Come on. High praise. Okay. Do you have any question on those? I mean, this is a newbie session. They may have heard it, but you haven't. So. These only mostly work, so. All right. <laughs> yeah, I have it. That's right. Okay. Your homework assignment. All right. So let me arch. Uh, uh, let me um, cat out uh, four recap. Last month, my arch, Eric, put up on here a Perl script to rename a bunch of files. Right. Well, I use four to do the same thing. And so what I do here is uh, for I in star pp, so all my cpp files, c++ files, I do a move of that file to um, the same file without the pp. Okay? And then I'm done. Alright? So if I... Um, I'm going to just create a bunch of, of files. Look at syntax. The, the slash removes the pattern after it. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me let me go into that in just a second. Let me create a bunch of files real quick. I did, but not while I'm typing, Ken. Okay, so I just created a bunch of files. Uh, one PP, two PP, ten PP, all right. You see what I'm doing, right? So I, I use, see, I even use it to create a bunch of bogus files. Um, so I got a loop here, sequence twenty, I touch I PP, right? All right. So what was the first question? Yeah. What, what's the inside of curly brace? I said dollar sign curly brace I. No, no, no. Three lines. Three lines up. Three lines up here. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's a that's a um, that's a fascism. And so let's say I want to create a uh, I create a, a, a variable called um, uh, clever because I can't think of any clever name. That's clever equals um, hello. Well, or even hello. Hello. Okay. So if I um, Echo dollar sign clever. It echoes the line, right? That's freestanding. Now, if I uh, and the same with the braces. And actually, uh, good practice says you want to have the braces because that way you can delineate between another variable called cleverer or cleverish or clever something, right? Alright, so if I use the slash, what you can do then is you can search and replace what the slash does. The same way that regular expressions do. The uh, set S program does. Um, so if I do uh, uh, search for H, replace it with capital H, then yeah, see that didn't work. You don't want to the last slash. You don't want the last slash. So I replace it. I replace the lowercase h with a capital H. Search and replace. Okay. 
um, and athletics, but it didn't change it. So when you didn't have that second slash or anything behind it from the previous one, it just said replace it. Yeah, if, if you don't have anything after, if you don't have the second slash, it's just going to drop it. It's going to drop whatever you say right here. So what I've got right here is uh, I take off the, the second slash and it just has L up. If I do a... Uh, uh, so question, if you said uh, replace... LO with LP, well, let's say LLO with LP, would it be, would you change the L? Say again? If you change, if you took it and says LLO to LP. Keep that one right now. LP. No, 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 Take the key slash out. Okay, good. That's good. Um, now, something that happened with the next one pattern with another. Didn't quite expect. But it's something going to replace it one on the first occurrence. Yeah, so I'm going to do it on the first occurrence. And you see right here, I, I, I thought, you know, maybe, like I said, maybe you give it a slash G and it'll do a global search and replace it. It doesn't. It just puts a slash G. <laughs> so that's a literal replacement. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's not actually a regular expression, but it harkens back to that. All right, so that's... Uh, all right, so I created all these files, uh, 1 through 20 EP. Paul, Paul, how about I say that? And uh, where's my cat? All right, for I in something TP, you can do move I to, and so I'm going to do that. I'm going to do for rename, and then now I do an LS. You see all the file names have dropped the TP, right? So similar to what you had done, but different. So, and in fact, they use the renames program more often, which is faster. Okay, any other questions? Someone had a question or two? No? What we got here? Rename thousands, okay. Four thousands. Uh, you saw me up here create all these bugs files. We're doing some testing at work where we have, we want to have thousands of uh, folders and subfolders and those thousands of folders and bugs files in those thousands upon thousands of Files. We're doing, you know, we're, we're doing performance testing of our product. So what I've got here is um, what? Oh no. Okay. Um, I, I changed uh, the five from one thousand because <laughs> this would run on my favorite, and it did. Um, I do a four i in sequence five. Do make dir of i. So it'll do. It'll create five directory. And in fact, here it'll be running. Let me make a dir. Called test. And into that form. Now I'm going to do a, uh, what's it called? 4,000. I'm going to run this program. Do an ls. You see I've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. If I do an ls yeah, of 1, I've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 inside that 1. If I do an ls of 1 slash 1, I've got a file called 1.1. I cat that, it's a directory. So I want to have a slash, and 
inside this file is the text one slash one. Okay? So, now going back to, what's the, to the program itself, prior in sequence five, to do, run this loop five times, do a vector of i, it creates the first root. Actually, let me do this so you can get a better idea of what's going on here. Alright, so you see, we've got one, one slash two, file called one dot two. And inside that file is the text one slash two. Alright, so it's just, it's, you know, it's just a bunch of bogus data. So, alright, we're going to make here of the root directory here, one through five. Um, let's do that. Then I do another five loops and do a, uh, or, and do a, another five loops inside of those five loops to do a maker of i slash j, which would be the one through five slash one through five. Alright, so it's making these directories right here. Alright, five that slash four, five slash one, five slash five. One slide. Everybody follow me? Alright, so we'll make sure of those directories. Any questions? No? Speak up. Then I do another uh, another loop. I go through this loop five times, do an inner loop of five times, and do entry equals um, i slash j. So I'm just creating a variable called entry that has the, the uh, what the out, uh, just has uh, the first number slash second number. In other words, this right here. And then echo that to and redirect that to this directory. So uh, echo, dollar sign entry will echo 5 slash 5, for example, into 5 slash 5 slash and dollar sign 5 slash 5, take out the slash and replace it with a dot. Okay? Any questions? <laughs> yes, because the forward slash is the search and replace in the in the dollar sign brace. So you have to escape the forward slash. Here's a really weird question. Escape it with the back slash. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. Here's a really weird question. Okay. Uh, doing some uh, search and replace to the delimiter, does it have to be a forward slash or can it be any other delimiter with comma? Uh, no, I think instead, I think you can change the... Right, instead you can, but um, the dollar sign brace in bash has... Um, each character has different meanings. Uh, right. But that means it has to be a forward slash. It has to be a forward slash. If you use the comma, I think, I don't know that that has any meaning, but you do it equals, it sets it to the default value of that variable. Um, there are other things like that. Colon equals it. You have to look at the man page. Um, but there's a lot of things that I didn't feel like a, a movie would want to do. Which man page? The man for um, bash. Man bash. Man is your friend. Info is your second friend. Help is a good friend. What? I follow it, and man is a friend with dog the test. I don't use the dog. Dog's better than cat, though. Yeah, I, use I use less. I use less, and I hear most of you say Google trumps all. What? And like he said, Google trumps all. Correct. <laughs> right. All right, so everybody, yeah, understand. Like, what? He said exactly like uh, <laughs> uh, that's right. Dog. 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 Dog.
Okay, so everybody understand what's going on right here? Because this is, this is kind of complicated, right? It took me a long time to figure out how to do this, so you know, I'm proud of myself. Now you could change this around. Um, see, I'm doing this three different times. That's because I did it at the command line three different times. If you were, if I were writing this as a script, I wouldn't have done it this way. I would have had this one loop of sequence five. Then I would have had this J interlude. I would have put maker before that. And then the, the, um, set the entry here so I didn't have to make the dirt. I would have done the make dirt and then the echo and then the done, 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 right? Because that would have meant That's just two dots, right? All right, any questions on four? Any questions on four? There is another, there is another, um, four will also, as I understand it, if you don't put the end in, it assumes dollar uh, one, dollar two, dollar three. I've never used this, so I'm not going to teach all that. So oh, no, I don't. If you leave that in, if you leave all that blank, they'll accept by default the arguments. As I understand, I, I myself have never used this, so good luck. So if you said four, I do yes. accept whatever arguments. As I understand it, it does. It, it, it does dollar sign. As I understand. Uh, that's because I read the man page, and that's what it said. But I have tried it. So. Uh, another format for four in Bash is the uh, what you're probably used to in, in uh, C-like languages: four paren something semicolon something semicolon something. That's your that's your uh, initiator, your incrementer, or your test, and your increment. Um, but I never use that. I like this one. And there we go. Any questions on four? No, of course not, Jason. We all understand. All right, y'all have. Well, I got a question. Yes. Sometimes I see you on previous commands use the same dollar sign to use the previous parameter to save on each drug. Yes. Sometimes you use it, and you the command you used previously is very complicated. You had sense to it down Yep. And you just blew my mind how well what he was going to pick. Yeah, I know. And now I thought, what was this one about? Can you explain I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Eric. I have to do that to you. That was that substitution. Yeah, yeah. I should have asked you this when it made sense. But. All right, so the the bang dollar sign. Yeah. Um. Bash also uses um, job control and the bang. Uh, I'm sorry, the job control. And the, no, this is history. I'm sorry, it's history. The bang is all history stuff. So anything that starts with bang is history. If you do a, a bang bang, that is the last command, the previous command. So this just did a bang bang substitute echo four thousands, which was this, right? Bang bang is the last command. You can tell it bang and a number. That's the number in the history that you did. So if I do a history, history. And you see all those commands. All right, I want to do a bang 602. That was uh, LS. So I did an LS. Um, if, I, if I know what it is and I don't remember what, what number it was, obviously I'm not going to do the history again. Uh, let's say I want to just do uh, the last make dirt. All right, so I do a bang, make dirt, blah, blah, blah. Something, you know, up until its uniqueness. 
If you're typing and you don't want to do the bang stuff, you can actually do it with the escape key. So you can say escape for escape dot, and it will pull up the fourth command line argument from the line right before you. So I don't know if you're using this. All right, so to answer your question, <laughs> the dollar sign, um, dollar sign, I'm sorry, the bang dollar sign is the last argument of the previous command. Right. right. But I, my, my question kind of was, so this case is going to replace some test form. Okay. I think I overcomplicated. I think the command I saw you use, you had semicolons. It was really using an argument on the last semicolon. All right. So if I do, it's going to do just this last word over here. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, and I've noticed this in the past couple of years, but actually it's a lot more smart about it. If I do a dollar sign paren and then something space something space something, it'll actually do that entire thing. So that's nice. Now the the main K was that searching from the bottom down or from the top? From the bottom. To, from your most recent or from the last? From your most recent. So it's can you from the bottom up? Can you get a key and then pop? so so instead of you just blindly getting enter and you hold that execute, can you have it auto fill that command? No. Because you know, if I do, if I did 14 copies, and I go, well, I don't want to retire. You know, I up arrow and find that copy, but I can't. So you can't cycle through just your copies. You can control R. Yeah, you use control R, and that'll go to your most recent whatever match throughout the entire string. Okay, do it. Echo control R. Echo. Sorry. Yeah, do control R. I'll see how you do Then you do control R. Okay. And you can up and down arrow through all your echoes. Alright, so now I, I don't know how to do exactly control or arrow. If I look for clever, C, L, and there it is. So here's what I just typed in. This oh, is the just did a complete search. Yeah. Anywhere in the backwards. Yeah. Oh, it didn't have to begin with or reverse. Yeah, sure. for, that's sure. the control R. Now the bang does. Just start with Okay, anything else? Alright, let me hand this over to our MC for the night. Thank you all. First of all, there's lots of faces that are recognized, so we might as well go around the ring. We'll start with David Yates. David Yates. <laughs> this is Lynn. He's a field pusher. <laughs> he makes a uh, field pusher. <laughs> he's a work. Um, Jeremy senior CS student at USCF State. Top catcher. Thanks. Mike Andrews, excellent uh, research. All the way from Columbia. Trey Walters from Columbia. Lynn's user group. Ooh. I'm Robert Corral. I go over to Gap and I find you guys out on the internet on New Linux. Uh, I go back and Windows all the way to the top. I'm going to get you a chance to get in the Linux. I'm really enjoying it. So I want to start growing my horizons and all the research we're going to do. Well, thanks for coming. I appreciate that. That's a, that's a little bit of a drama from Gap. 
Yeah. And I couldn't find the place. <laughs> Your website is yeah. So I called my wife. I said, I said, I'm talking about love, not self. And I fixed that. <laughs> and uh, I was trying to get on. Because I heard home from work. I didn't I don't have access to I mean, if the site itself is down, I don't have access to it. No, we talked about you taking part of that if you want to formally try and get read credits for that site. Well, huh? what? <laughs> <laughs> I'll make this offer. I'm Eric Wood. I'm just a 19th person there. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm a class. Sunday night, we're now on our fiber backbone. It is down, by the way. I know it's not. It is. Fiber, carrier one. <laughs> <laughs> but I was kind of 
proponent of media week at the other side because it has tons of plugins. There, it, it, it has that little wiki language, that markup mm -hmm. language syntax that I think um, more and more of us are going to have to learn. And uh, if anybody edits wiki pages, um, you can even do four loops in a wiki web page and, uh, and, and edit SQL statements and things like that. So I know it'd be static content and easy to get off the ground immediately. But it can grow. I don't want to generate okay. into a what web what web package are we going to use? Um, so if you want to do that, toss up a site, show it off, fill it with content, and if you could by the way, yeah. I don't we're very confident as long as a lot of people can get in there to update it. And we're gonna continue on. You're Bob Larson. Go ahead and try it. <coughs> I'm Bob Larson. That's what it's got. <laughs> the guy that's on the website. And you are? Yes, good evening. My name is Jeff Lance. I'm retired from IBM. I've got some background in disaster recovery celebrations. And uh, uh, continuity, uh, managed services, things like that. I just. Uh, meeting, and I thought I was going to have to see what's going on. Yes, especially since you're tied to IBM. We'll talk to you. We'll talk to you. Yeah, yeah. Jared Sutton, I recently graduated from Bob Jones with PSM3, and I'm never engineering the word Bob. I'm Dale Quad. Yes. I'm Dale Quad. This is my first real Dive is a bash by the using the one access line. I was top for about four years. Forty? I've been young for forty minutes. So is Okay. 
And you are. Uh, my name is Stuart Brazili. This is the uh, first one of these I've been to. I'm on the security team at AIMCO.
September, which we're planning it up there on the 23rd to set up the initial So far, I believe, is to have approximately 30, 30 computers, I think, in the lab. Uh, but he's, he's got access to about, uh, I think, uh, over 100 computers right now. And uh, so we're going to install a collar uh, in the uh, building and basically let them have that installed. The door on the machine. Hopefully, we're both. They fix everything. We're. I think our uh, our goal is 
at any place that we would agree to support we put a VPN box in so that we can connect to it remotely so we don't do any work. We don't have to drive anywhere to do work. But um, when does he come in? He works Wednesdays, Wednesday morning. I think he gets there 10 or 11 o'clock. Works for four or five hours. Um, we, we're doing Saturday meetings or Saturday morning work days, and we kind of fell out the practice of doing that. Which brings us to software freedom day. By the way, if you want to get involved with FLPC, they have a Google group. If you Google Unplug FLPC, you'll find a Google group. Um, and there's lots of opportunities to get involved there. FreelancePC.org. There are tremendous opportunities to get involved there. Also, the uh, Liberty Senior Center. With us. That's right. That was the thing I was supposed to mention. Um, yet another organization has come to us and asked us to put together a um, computer lab for their community center. And this is the third group that has asked us. We've made announcements twice before and not really had a whole lot of response to those groups. And I know that they're, all of these groups are probably out of the way of most of the people who are here, except David and I. Um, but this is in Pickens City. They have a little community center that the uh, city essentially gave them for a dollar, and they want to put a, uh, a um, computer lab in there. And so we need somebody who can help go up there, carry all the machines in, set up a really simple network, something that they can uh, easily administer, do a little training, and, of course, be around when they call the to find out why the machine won't turn on and things that. So if you're interested in that, also hit us up with that because we would like to get you involved in that. Anything else I'll give you? Um, uh, the Pickens Senior Center is requesting a small lab. I don't have any details on that. Do we, do we get some volunteer uh, uh, involvement as far as Probably maintaining them. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know how much it's involved. You know, work that it is like three computers. I mean, yeah, it's probably not anything. You know. Probably not a big deal, but they've got nobody else to call, so they will be calling us if, if, uh, if something happens to one of those machines. Yeah, and you, you had uh, a company with Prevent Child Abuse in County. Uh, yeah, Prevent Child Abuse. Jeremy is supposed to be doing some videos, and supposedly all the potty videos have been transcoded. But have not been uploaded. But it transcodes out and all just says the weather channel. <laughs> <laughs> you saw my nice tower I brought in, and it's been bastardized by a huge VCR sitting on top of it, so I can record all these things in the mid TV. I can say, hey, I want to record the weather channel for the next five hours. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, so. Long story short, it's converted into digital files. VCR, Intimate TV, tell it to go record the Weather Channel because that's Channel 3 in the VCR. For many times, these things, County was carrying around a TV VCR combo. And so I said, why are we doing that? Well, they don't make these videos anymore. We can't get DVDs on them. I said, Okay, why are you doing that? And so anyway, I volunteered Jeremy. <laughs> and uh, Jeremy has halfway come through. Um, 
Yeah, it's in progress. But they've got a number of other things. They want a, um, they would like a lab. The Pickens County Board of Disabilities and Special Needs would like two labs. Um, and so we've got lots of opportunities that we can get people to jump in and do the work. Anyway, for the, just a question. So the Liberty and Pickens Senior Center, I mean, what, what time are you using? Uh, no, 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 you tell me because all I don't want is I don't want to be the only person who's on call and to call me while I'm in San Diego or they call me while I'm busy and expect a response and they give a bad taste for us. And one, one person is a single point of failure. Think about like a Grand Central Station number. Yeah. Our voicemail, Vaughn hooking us up with another asterisk phone number that can automatically create tickets on voicemail or something like that. But, you know, to a degree, prevent child abuse tickets counting has gotten a bad taste in the amount from me, and I've tried to explain to them I'm just overwhelmed right now working 60 and 70 hour weeks. And they said, but you said we can call you. And I said, yeah, you can call me. It doesn't mean I'll be out. <laughs> and so they're, right now they're waiting. They've gone on a week for the last couple. And that does not strike me as a, being a good community relations type of thing. What do they need to have done? They have PC crash. They just need somebody to probably tell them that hard drive or that power supply. Or they don't think. The most complex thing I've done for them thus far, aside from hand videos, about how they turn on the bearing, <laughs> which has been the subject of many, many jokes. Um, so there's a lot of things people. I mean, we're talking about really simple, really simple stuff. Uh, they didn't know how to replace a keyboard. I went in to replace a keyboard. They think I am an IT god because of that. Um, <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> organizations a hot spare machine or two so that they were even a cold spare machine or two that they could uh, just unplug one thing. But we, we've one. talked about that. Their machines right now are all Win32. Okay. And so I'm not going to hand them a Win32 machine. No, I don't blame them. Um, I'd be happy to do that. I just haven't had the time to invest to do the. Yeah. Here is Linux. It's a little different. Yeah. Get used to it type of thing. Well, I mean, just to be clear, I mean, we've given out over 50 computers to the people who are complete computer novices. Three, maybe two. Uh, I've got one phone call. I think John Robertson got a phone call one time. Yeah, I've got an email once. So we're not, but we're, we're, we are spending about two or three hours training those people, getting them familiarized with the interface. That little up in the lower left-hand corner, when you click on it, it brings up a menu. Uh, you're not looking for Microsoft Word, you're looking for Rider. And we're getting them over that little hump, and we haven't had any callbacks after that. So. We're now, especially even for this uh, free IT Athens.org, is uh, kind of the model we're using for. They've got a whole nonprofit group of people that provide IT support for uh, nonprofits and people in the area. This is got from. No, 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 no,
almost a year ago now, David Yates came back from a little shindig up in Ohio <laughs> called OLF. And that's Ohio Linux Fest. And he came back and his question was, why aren't we doing this here? And we talked about it a little bit, didn't really move. And we started having more and more discussions about it. Um, and so essentially what we're doing is we're going to put on the Southeast Linux Fest. And this is tentatively June 13th. We have thus far some very tentative, exciting speakers. Some of them I'm going to write down so that they don't go out over the podcast. But the first is Chris DeBona. <laughs> He's publicly known, so I, I can disclose that. He's agreed to let us use his name. <laughs> to sucker people in and then have somebody else speak for him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, really? <laughs> Does everybody know who this is? Yes. Okay. Good. Um, he's been to Greenville before, and he knows us, so hopefully he's coming. Maybe you could write down what he's known for. Ah, we're actually, we that person's already been contacted, but we're waiting for the final okay from them. Probably will happen. He wrote. Don't say his name. I have to spend time cutting it. Yeah. He wrote this. He wrote this. By the way, this is spelled T-H-I-S. Let's see. We are also... What's Jerry's last name? Uh, Oh, dear. Springer. Springer. (laughs) (laughs) Who is the core... Who is a member of the core team? No way. Um, and he is potentially coming. Is that my heart signature? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. We said Jerry Springer. Listen, if we can get the former mayor of Cleveland to come here, <laughs> what else do we need? He was Cincinnati. Was he Cincinnati? Okay. Sub-talent in my And trying to remember. Hey. That's the yeah. And the other one is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. This is who we have right now. Tentatively. Um if you don't know Chris, Chris founded Chris is one of the founders of Slashdot. He was on Floss Weekly. He hosted Floss Weekly, uh, the podcast. He was on Tech TV. Um, and he works for Google now. And so he's a big name. Yeah, I think I think that's his title. By the way, we have tentatively, because I say so, uh, adopted this tagline: Linux in the GNU South. Chris Boyd. We probably still wasn't so long. 
we are here, just there's somebody there just about 24-7. Um, IRC Freedom. Yeah, IRC.freedom does that. If you don't know about IRC, come see one of us after this meeting. We'll get you hooked up. Um, Mailing list to a certain, a certain Linux-centric magazine has agreed to start advertising for us. Um, so we've got to develop some graphics and get them web banners and stuff that they use in their print magazine as well. And so all this is blowing up really, really quickly, and we need some help. The things that we need are we need more lugs to sign on. So if you have contacts at other lugs, um, two big ones that we are still waiting on are car lugs. So Wes, you used to be in with all those people. Can you give them a push maybe? Trilog. No, we got Trilog. Oh, Trilog signed off? Yeah, here's the, the, the most of the day list is the Ubuntu Florida Linux community, the Lug at Georgia Tech, the Middle Georgia Lug, the Lug at NC State, um, Greensboro Lug, Trilog, Uplug, Cola Lug, CSC Lug, which is Charles. So is that eight? Yeah, yeah Russell Rump with the Charles Lug. They were at, uh, I don't know. So having a large lug capacity does uh, saying that all of these lugs are standing behind us does something for us when we go to a vendor. When we go to a place like Silicon Mechanics, if we went forward and said, hey, we're with Unplug, we're holding this event, will you please sponsor us? We probably have them give us a very small amount of money. If we're going with 10 lugs, and some of those lugs are big, famous lugs like Trilog and uh, Atlanta Linux enthusiasts, um, I think we stand a little better chance of getting some big dollars out. So, we should grow by one tonight because the Nashville lug is meeting and they're supposed to be going Nashville is another big lug, um, and they've got a lot of contacts as well. So, we need more lugs. Um, and one of the things we're doing is September 20th, David Yates and I are going down to Atlanta to try and twist their arms into getting behind us. They're having an install fest for Software Freedom Day. And they asked me to speak, and I said, oh, sure, I'll come down and twist your arms while I tell you about whatever you want to hear about. Um, so David Yates and I are tentatively going down there, and we're going to try and get them to sign on. And at the very least, Hypet typically will know a little more about our, uh, about our speakers. Um, we've actually announced a call for papers. And so if you know something cool, want to share it, feel free to submit a, a paper. Yeah. No, there's no guarantee you'll get a speaker spot at the rate of bonus all floating names on us. Yes. <laughs> we can expand that to multiple tracks, too. So, you know, there, there are ways for us to handle that. At the same time, um, we need sponsors. And we don't want to go after the sponsors yet. We would really like to get some of these names firmed up if we can. Because uh, these guys are essentially talking about coming and doing it for free. And uh, even if it's not for free, most of those people are, are either close enough or related to a, like, in the bag, probably sponsor of some, of some sort. And, and so... Um, we want to we want to hit some of these guys up for sponsors. Um, John, I know you're in tight with all the publishing companies. 
So we're probably going to hit you up to contact them. Um, but if you know a... They just send me an email and ask me. I'm reviewing a bunch of materials for them to a couple of publishers who sent me stuff to look at for a proposed book. And they sent me the rough draft. I hope you're getting paid for it. You know, I'm in the world of just being a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> most people, most people get a little bit of bylines. I did. I reviewed XYZ on the technical reviewer, John Yeary. But anyway, um, you know, if you want to say, instead of paying me, I would like for you to donate X number of dollars, X number of books, and send X author to talk. <laughs> you know, that's what I do with Ted Smoke and the cost of the author to come out. I mean, I, I had um, some conversations with a few of the folks at Java One. They were interested in, I mean, it's, it's like anything else. One of the, the hardest things like for the Java users group is just getting the attendance. And I know there's a lot of people who are using it, but getting folks to show up after hours after coding all day. Yeah. Uh, Similar model to what OLF does, which is if you want to come, you can come for free. We would appreciate if you would grab a $65 um, registration fee, which is optional. But for that $65 registration fee, we'll give you a t shirt, a brand new car, <laughs> a, um, and invite you to an after event party. Which is what I love does. I like the low radio excuse to scout. <laughs> and, and we may we may do something like that. But essentially, um, we want it to be open to the community. We're not targeting we're not actively targeting the business community. We're talking we're targeting the user community. We're actively not targeting the business community. Uh, I want to say that. For <laughs> we, we, we will we will invite anybody with money. <laughs> right, let me clarify. We, the goal is not to become commercial. That's right. We don't want to be a Linux world. We don't want to be a CBIT uh, or any of the other shows that have essentially become go get your swag and uh, um, get pelted by. Um, by sales pubes for three months thereafter in hopes that they can sell you something. Um, we want this to be very much a community-focused learning experience, a chance to interact with people that you may talk to on IRC but have never met, people that you read about on mailing list, and you, know, you don't know them about house housecap, and have a good time and promote Linux and hopefully have some very entertaining speakers. That being said, we're having a meeting tonight about a block. We'll have a wireless network set up at wherever we happen to eat. And uh, we welcome you to join us Tuesdays, 9 p.m. Eastern, for our meetings. There's a mailing list set up. Uh, SoutheastLinuxFest.com.org, too. 
I think that will redirect you to the front. Yeah. So you can go there. There's a wiki there. There's a. We're going to end up needing somebody to start gardening the wiki. We're going to need somebody to develop websites. We're going to need a lot of work. Um, so please get involved. Yes. If I'm interested to possibly go into this show, is there like a sign-up page or anything like that? Well, there is. There is. <laughs> By the way, Jace is my $5 request and plan. Um, he's really just working for a free dinner. Hey. <laughs> One of the things that we're trying to do to help get some of the big sponsors in is say, we've already got X number of people signed up who have committed to come. And so on the wiki, or on the website, there is a, um, there's a link to sign up so that we can add your name to the number. And don't worry, we, we are developing a bot that will do this automatically for you, whether you want to or not. But in the interim, we want some uh, legitimate numbers to show some of these sponsors that a year in advance, we can still show some significant numbers. To give you an idea of what we're looking for, um, Ohio Linux Fest had 350 people show up their first year. We really want 500. Jeremy really wants a thousand or more. <laughs> I would be I would be ecstatic with 500 for a first. We need those names. That's possible. Yeah, yeah. If we get if we get this person, this person, and this person, and we don't have 500 people, I'll be disappointed. We've got, like he says, eight loads of different signs on. We, we don't have a date yet. We'll have a date when this one ends. When we get the date, we'll have a, we'll have a, a venue pick for 30 September. When we get a date, we're, we're going to send out, we're going to spam all right, every mailing list to a mailing list and plus that. Right now, if you go in uh, to the Southeast Linux Fest chat room, there, there's probably people there from eight or ten states already. There's bugs in Kentucky, no back here, so no back in Florida. In Pennsylvania, we've got Richmond. Yeah. People know about this already, but once we have a date, everybody's going to The first public advertisement we had for this event was from a guy in Canada. Um, Chris DeBona lamented the loss of ALS in Atlanta. Which and one? Uh, the Atlanta Linux Showcase. I apologize. Thank Talking you. about things people don't know about. Um, he lamented the loss of Atlanta Linux Showcase. And this guy in Canada says, hey, you're obviously not listening to the right podcast. Dave is talking about uh, organizing a Southeast Linux Fest just up the road from Atlanta. His podcast is LinuxLinux.com. And uh, it sounds like you're going to get something together. Subsequent to that, um, Jeremy and David both spam Chris's blog with comments uh, to something similar. And all of a sudden, Chris is saying, oh, well, I'd be interested in coming to that. So um, a lot of people know about this event, and the word is starting to get out, and we need help because it's going to blow up and we'll have more work than we can possibly accomplish. But it's not impossible. The Halloween space has been done for six years now, and I think it's in. in in essence, it's 10 <coughs> from five clubs in, in Ohio. That's the core team, and on the day of the event, they need more. Yeah. But it's, 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 a, it's a lot of work for, for a year, and a whole lot of work on the weekend to happen. But it's not an undoable thing. Ontario Links, Fest, and all that, and they do it with a smaller group than they do at Ohio Links. It's like there's five clubs in Ohio. Their first, their first festival, I guess, was just a gathering of those clubs. 
it was there they decided to do this. And you know, now, I think by the third year they had 1,500 people show up, and it was costing $10,000. And it's doable for the sponsor. I mean, are we not over shooting by looking at doing what they did? Ohio did a number of things differently than we did. First, they targeted only lugs the first year. They didn't advertise. They just said, we're going to get together and have a social event. No talks or anything of that nature, and that was your point. And they had 350 people show up to five lugs, which is a good turnout. From <coughs> I mean, if we targeted Cold Lug, Charleston's Lug, us, Clemson, and <coughs> Western North Carolina, we didn't get 350 people. We had every man in Westminster. Those are where our lug members probably though. I mean, they probably had their friends. And, and, uh, it's possible, but. Uh, but, but regardless, we didn't turn that kind of, we didn't turn that with just the lugs. And so that's one of the reasons we're not doing a light-only event and that we've expanded our schedule a little bit. The other thing is we're not looking within the lug solely for speakers. There are some people within the lug that we want. For instance, I think Cole Lug has a Tetor developer. And I'm sure we will be hitting up the Cole Lug to get him on board. <laughs> Um, the key thing is to get involved. I mean, it's in yeah. a year, but a year goes by quickly when really you only get one or two major things and not just a week, if that. If that. If that. So, tonight, if you can join us, please do. But, you know, if you're, if you can idle IRC at work, hang out in uh, Southeast Linux Fest on pre uh There are interesting things you can see. Uh, you can see Jeremy watch Zebra blow up on him at 7 a.m. in the morning. Uh, it, all throughout the morning, there was no sleep. <laughs> There's lots of interesting things going on in there. Um, are, are we just targeting strictly Linux-based systems? No. We are targeting open source software. We call it a Linux Fest, but we've done that because Linux Fest is a Widely understood term. We have a so that you did it just to anger someone. does not show up because we don't want to drive people away. There's a bunch of other items that are out there that you know could attract some attention. You mean like Open Solaris or Java or Open Solaris, Java, Open JDK, which is the open source version of the Java development kit. All that sounds like the first thing that when they first released it uh, at Java One, uh, within an hour, somebody had actually built it on Linux using Linux. And we have a mission statement on Wiki and open source software is as many times as we're thinking. As a matter of fact, one of the people I'm going to try and invite is Ben Rockwood, who is a storage guy with open Solaris, and I think he's on. The open Solaris, I don't know if they call that a community board or steering committee or what, but um, I'm going to try and invite him. That's maybe wishful thing to try to get him to fall all the way out here without a lot of funds to do so. But we got to invite him. And Ben, if you're listening to this, uh, please consider yourself invited. <laughs>
<laughs> Any other questions? How many people want to get involved? Good. That's good. That's a start. We need uh, a role or something, though, right? Somebody to sign up for particular. Honestly, right now there is so much work to be done, and we've got so many different directions. Um, we're happy to have more bodies, and you know, if somebody sees something they want and charge after it. Um, immediately, I'll tell you the immediate needs. We need somebody who can handle a little bit of paperwork because we've got some files we've got to do with the state, we've got to do with the federal government, and then we've got to um, we've got to get a bank account. So that's our that's one of our needs. We've got to appoint a board of directors. And uh, so, yet another place. You had your hand raised. Yeah, just uh, as you were talking, just a thought that occurred. Uh, a lot of what you're doing here is geared toward current Linux users, correct? Yeah. I will say that we're limited to that, but that is certainly our, probably our core volunteer group. Yeah, well, what, what, I've heard, what I've heard so far, I mean, that seems to be the core, and it occurred to me, and maybe we're talking about this, but I'll just throw it on the table, uh, that you may want to consider, if you have the time, uh, a few 101 sessions. Linux, 101, Linux for the unit, what is it? And then, at the same time, get the word out to some of these uh, groups that you've been volunteering at. I certainly think we need to uh, we need to tackle that. Part of the problem is um, I don't know that we would have a huge draw outside of our outside the upstate. And and just to openly discuss your suggestion, I think we would do great in the upstate drawing people for that. I don't think we're going to get people from Charlotte or Tennessee, etc. There are people who come to see this guy speak from Tennessee, but if you don't know who that person is, why would you show up? Um, he's just another man. And uh, so I think to a degree we'll, we'll, we'll certainly have the one-on-one sessions. I don't know that that will be our main focus, simply because we're, we've, got to, um, we've got to return something for these people who are paying money to come talk for the sponsors, and that's going to be the people in, the, in this community. But we certainly want to grow the community at the same time. So we'll certainly have some one-on-one sessions. And we'll probably be targeting some people from the love to do one-on-one sessions. Because okay. that one on one's easy. We're halfway. I mean, get successful in emailing one on one So it's what the hiring space to get as far as the kind of community is not necessarily the size. There'll be something there for, for anybody that shows up. It's just curious about it. That it's, you won't come away having not learned something. Hopefully. So you mentioned the mission statement. You want me to like read it? So I got to pull up. Read it. Go ahead, read it. I'm going to write while you read. Okay, so Southeast Linux Success is a community event for anyone who wants to learn more about Linux and free open software. It's part educational conference, part social gathering. Like Linux itself, it is shared with attendees of all skill levels to communicate tips, ideas, and benefit all those who use Linux slash free open source software. Linux Fest is the place to learn, to make new friends, to communicate with new business partners, and most importantly, to have fun. 
Anyone else want to see the OLF brochure from last year? Um, Kenny Gibbs and I right now are both scheduled to go to Ohio Fest, and we're thinking about getting a booth there. That's October 11th. Um, and we're going to try and have a booth and tell people about it and also recruit speakers because the Juice community manager is going to be there, the Bells community manager is going to be there, the Doris community manager, or the Doris project leader will be there, and three of their community managers. Um, so there's going to be some significant people there that we're going to try and recruit to come. And we're going to try and talk up and get attendees as well. Um, I'm going to Lisa and I'm going to Utah Open Source Conference. I'm going to try and do the same thing there. There may be other cons I don't know about, but we would like to get somebody in anything that's even close to the southeast. If you're going to a con, we'll stuff you with brochures, do business cards, and let you recruit speakers and attendees. What's the target date again? 613. 613. We're waiting on Linda Bay and Google Man. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, everybody on the podcast will know Lynn is the imaginary Texas. I think I still believe it's Microsoft Sam. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bob. It's Bob. Microsoft Bob. Any other questions? Is like a special voice that you do? It's a taste of speech. It's festival. Um, anybody else? This will be a fun event. Um, we got to find the armed guard, the dog, and everything like that so we can have a network set up kind of like DevCon. But um, <laughs> don't know that we wanted that word set up like that. Hopefully, we like something a little bit friendlier than the comment word. When you have to locate your knock in a different hotel, cordoned off in a uh, in a chain link enclosure with an arm car and a dog, you know, that's saying something about the network. It's a little hot stuff. Um, <laughs> um, and ironically, they kicked out um, some news people for hacking on an internal network. Um, lots of fun stuff to get involved in. Join the mailing list. Join the IRC channel. Look at the wiki. You're going to start getting spammed by us on a, on a pretty regular basis. If nothing else, sign up to say that you might attend. Sign up, yeah, please. So sign up. Do we get three out of there sign up? I already signed up. So. Jace does. I do what? You get free dinner for telling people to sign up. Wrong. What is this? <laughs> no, it's Cash But I mean, we're, we've got some uh, we've got some interesting opportunities. And what's on the discussion plate for tonight? The agenda is on the wiki. The agenda is on the wiki. Um, 
I don't remember. I made some suggestions and I didn't edit it myself. And where's the wiki? Uh, the agenda is southeastlinuxfest.com. The agenda is UCG nonprofit status, love letter effectiveness, moves, and the place. Barbecue. The barbecue. What about the piles of lettuce? So one of the things we're talking about doing is having a pre-party, maybe post-party too, um, and having barbecue quite possibly right up there. Quite possibly. That's the kind of thing Google sponsors both of those events to highlight. Yeah, I think we have a, 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 a pre land party. Yeah. Bring the boxes in and find any game that we want to watch. And, you know, someone did not go and get Rebecca, so we can't get her to commit to some of this stuff. But, you know, potentially having a, an event here, you just looked over there, and I don't see her. Is she, is it like land? steering yet. <laughs> Maybe we don't get her here. Could be. Um, but, um, you know, hopefully Immediate will be one of our sponsors. They already sponsor us by giving us the mass facilities. So, uh, I figure, I figure worst case, I figure worst case, we can definitely have a barbecue out there because they probably have a barbecue pit as many times as whoever's over this barbecue. Yes, yeah, probably so. I don't think they want to share it with you. No, actually, when I came up with this, I thought instead, when we were trying to think of a name, I thought Southeast Linux Barbecue would, be, would have more people show up than Southeast Linux Fest. But everyone else said, no, that's a great name for Barbecue. Southeast Linux Barbecue, powered by Jim 2 on PM4s. <laughs> Slow picking. Um, Slow. <laughs> well, we did say it's um, yeah, we figured it was a nice way to say that you were selfish. Um, <laughs> we can say you need yourself. You know, it's a little bit of wordplay there. Um, but please come join us uh, in IRC tonight. Our Indigo Judge will be happy to have Jeremy yell out every line of text that comes across. I'm just to participate. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's all I have. Anyone else? Oh, uh, the guy, uh, one of the guys from the Myro project, the Myro player, uh, and Myro, com video player. Kind of a source. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, the, uh, kind of open source stuff version of iTunes. Uh, they have a wiki that they put up, uh, mitvwiki.org, uh, make internet TV. And they're looking for people who are good video editing to uh, do some how to documentation specifically for KDN Live. Anybody to go with video editing? Uh, let me know. Um, incidentally, um, Fedora is doing using Miro to set up a bunch of video documentation. So, uh, I'll sit here and recruit stuff for Fedora as well. If you want to do video documentation of Fedora, video rig would be happy to have you. Uh, because we've got rings and rings of video and lots of it. And is that like a counterpart to Camtasia or Camstudio? 
Um, they're doing screencasts, live Camtasia, and Camp Studio. Um, part of the distribution or on a web page someplace? It's some of it's already up on the web page. You can also watch Miro and there's a Fedora TV channel. Um, and they're producing probably six or seven hours worth of TV a week right now, or video a week. But regarding video editing, you can Anybody ever heard are anybody It's supposed to be really easy because I've been searching for some time for something like that analogy, something like Windows Movie Maker, something that's really simple and makes really simple videos. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and apparently a lot of people said Movie is supposed to be like that, but good luck to you on it. Python based and it's real dodgy for me to make over there for The IT ID. Yep. It's editing from the command line of Are it editing from Isaac? It, no, it's, <laughs> a, it's a big Python GUI. It's supposed oh. to be real easy and print. Is it John, John Bacon? No, that's Jacosher, I think. Oh, you are. Oh, yes. I should have John. Yeah. Yeah. Like Bono. Yeah. Yes. Oh. You know, with the one of the one members that got me in touch with uh, Linux Journal, and I found out so y'all got me Linux Journal flag for us, and they sent us way more than we can use. So, all right, all right, So everybody, I mean, I got more than enough to give everybody a CD and a bumper sticker and a little picture of a penguin driving a Corvette. You know, I don't. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, before y'all get away, just in fact, I'll, I'll just set everything up over there on that new table and okay. grab one of you way out. Okay, well, thanks very much. Thank you for listening to Hack the Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net 